So hello and welcome. My name is Steve Nabell and today I'm speaking with Stacy Brown on her book The Archangel Experiment. So Stacy is a psychic, intuitive and empowered living advisor. She is a, an author as well as an intuitive reader and as I've mentioned the author of this book and her website is theblackfeatherintuitive.com. Hi Stacy. Hi Steve, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, I want to know how did you start all of this uh, work in the first place? You weren't you weren't oh. you weren't born as an angelic uh, author, I don't suppose. No, I was not born as an angelic author. That's kind of funny. Well, I've been psychic. I was psychic, born psychic, psychic my whole life, but was raised in a very religious background, and it was not supported. It was not condoned, and so I shut down at a very young age but was always drawn, always received messages through dreams, through waking visions, always had, you know, sort of premonition senses of things. And most of my life up into maybe my, I would say my um, early 30s, it was about uncovering the layers of fear to get to that place that I am now. And uh, I moved here to the United States. I'm actually Canadian. And I moved to the United States here in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, almost six years ago. And because I'm Canadian, I was not able to work for a year. And I had all this time on my hands. And I'm a busy bee. I'm always doing you know 50 different projects at the same time. And here I am with so much time on my hands. And I started volunteering for uh, what's called the Spiritual Frontiers Fellowship. I don't know if you guys have that in, um, in the UK at all. But basically, they get together once a month and they talk about all manner of spiritual modalities. And uh, it's very, very fascinating. So I volunteered there and I met my mentor. And I said, I know that there's something here under the surface, bubbling. I just don't know what it is. I don't know how to access it. Can you teach me? And uh, I started uh, seeing my mentor, um, and within three weeks, I was had the proverbial shingle on the door, and I realized I'm home. I am finally on purpose in a big way, and this is what everything in my life was leading me up to, was uh, being a, a psychic intuitive and, and doing readings for people and helping them to uh, live their life with purpose. So that's kind of what brought me to that. Wow. And then the angels part of it was um, kind of an interesting experience. Because of the uh, religious stuff in my background, I tend to not be religious in any way, shape, or form. I tend to shy away from it. And as I was working through the process of learning how I ticked, learning how my intuition was coming through, learning you know what it was that I was seeing and how to sort of interpret that and pass it along, um, I kept getting these messages to talk to the angels, to find out you know who the archangels are. And I was like, why are you, why are you talking to me? You know, that to me was very, my Catholic upbringing, you know, mm. I was thinking about the, the angels and the saints, but I was in an open receptive space. I was willing to do what it was that I was being drawn to do. So I started doing a bunch of research and everything that I found in the books that I read was all about sort of their history and origins, but nothing that really gave me a true example or personal experience with, you know, why is this particular archangel coming through for me and, and what can they do for me? Hmm. And um, I got very discouraged because after a few months of not finding that experience and having that experience that gave me the aha moment, I just figured that it wasn't going to be there. And I woke up at 2.22 in the morning that night um, and I, I heard the message, uh, write the book that you wish to read 
write the workshop that you wish to attend. And all of the Archangel stuff started coming through. And, and I actually wrote the Archangel experiment in three weeks. Oh. It just, yeah, it flew through me. It was quite an intense process. Um, but th that's kind of the story of how it came about. So for the benefit of those listening, who or what are the Archangels? What are they doing here? Sure. So my take on it is the archangels are, and we think of everything in hierarchy as high and low, but that's not necessarily what it is. They're a group of archangels that are here for our benefit. They're here to help guide us through this crazy adventure called life that we take. And because we have free will, we have to ask for their help. Mm. So they come through in, in various forms and guises. They might come through in colors they might come through as an energy, a feeling, a sensation. Um, oftentimes, they come through in your daily life with numbers, um, feathers on your on your walk, um, coins, pennies. They can come through in any way as long as they are. Uh, basically, what they're doing is they're trying to communicate with you, get you to pay attention, and say, "Oh yeah, I notice you. What what's your message? What's going on there?" Mm. Um, so they're here to help us. And the archangels are a little bit different than guardian angels. A guardian angel is for you personally. They stick with you all the time, um, helping you through sort of like a protective measure. Archangels, I call them the heavy hitters. They're the ones that have a lot of power to be able to do pretty much anything. And because time doesn't exist uh, for them, they can be in multiple places at multiple times for us. So we can call on them whenever we need something specific. Um, and I'm sure we can we can talk about specific angel archangels and what they do. But each of them has a purpose and a direction, and they love to to help us through uh, whatever issues arise for us. Wow, I know in your book you mentioned this. You've touched on it. The archangels' golden rule: they can't interfere with free will, can they? No, they cannot. And that's something that we often forget about, especially someone like me. I'm a control freak, <laughs> and I think I always have to do everything on my own. And that's actually not the case. So sometimes I have to remind myself, oh, wait, I've got this amazing dream team of archangels here waiting to help me out. I'm stuck in this problem. I've been stuck in this problem for days trying to figure it out on my own, turning myself into a pretzel. Hmm. Why don't I just ask for help? And when you have that little moment, and there's no real ritual or tribe necessarily that you have to sort of do to make it happen. It can be as simple as, archangels, I need help, you know, please come help me now. Come send me uh, guidance for this issue. Um, or you can be very detailed with it, how, you know, whatever floats your boat. But as soon as you give them the go-ahead, they're in like Flynn. They're doing what they need to do. And it's, it's truly miraculous. It's truly amazing how um, inspired life is when you let them in. And the kind of spectrum of help they can give. I remember when I first came to this field, I heard someone say, you can ask for a parking angel, you know, car help you park your car and at the time I felt that it, it my mind had to kind of wrap around there are angels interested in me parking my car you know <laughs> yeah. I could kind of get they could help me heal, heal a relationship or, or stuff like that but do you find that they literally can help with every problem they do they definitely can help with every problem for me I'm kind of like you I think some things I'm like all right well if I have to walk a few you know, a few parking spots to get to the door. It's more exercise for me than anything. But absolutely, you can ask them for parking. You can ask them for, you know, help when you're making your tea and your and your lunch. Uh, you know, 
you can get that low and then you can also get as high as like you said relationship stuff or you know life purpose direction where i'm going so yeah they're just happy to help out with anything and i look at the little things you know like the parking as uh, a game it's like okay i'm going to see if this really does work i'm going to prove i'm going to let them prove themselves to me um, that they that they really do work by getting me the rock star parking that I need today on a rainy day. So you can treat it like a game, and I, I think they get a little um, they they find some sense of humor out of that as well. Yeah. Now I'm I'm, I'm not sure if you you, you probably have heard um, one of the m- major players in the whole angel field, Doreen Virtue, kind of jumped ship and uh, went off into evangelical Christianity. But one of the things I I did struggle a little bit with her oracle cards was the, the way that angels were always uh, portrayed as blonde, busty, you know, people. <laughs> now, how do you, I never thought they looked like that or I never sensed them that way. How do you sense angels? Oh, I love it. I agree with you too. I was so uh, disheartened when she jumped ship and, and I would agree with you about her decks. Um, I like something that's a little more realistic. It can be pretty, but realistic. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing for me with angels, um, the archangels in particular, is as clairvoyant as I am, I don't see them as beings per se. They show up uh, for me in colors and light and sensations in my body. Right. So, for example, Archangel Raphael, who's you know one of the uh, sort of the big three, um, you know him well because yeah. you you work with him a lot. I work with him all the time, and I experience him. Uh, I, I see the green, so there's like a, a green, almost a, sh- a shield that comes over my mind, over my vision, and I feel tingling coming up the left side of my body, and then it circulates and goes down the right side, and it's like a big circle. So figuring out how you know, who it was that I was reaching out to, I really started to recognize that colors were important, so I started attaching colors to the different energies that I was feeling. And he's one in particular. I, I feel him as well as see the green, and I know he's with me. Mm, beautiful. Now, in your book, you, talk, you say there's a belief among angelologists. It's a great term, isn't it? Angelologists, channelers and the like. The proper pronunciation of an archangel's name is crucial to accessing their true vibration. I have had a couple of people email me saying, you're not getting exactly right in the pronunciation. But what do you, what's your take on that? Well, I tend to be a tomato-tomato person, and I also tend to be a, we don't have to jump through 57,000 hoops to make a connection. The point is they want to connect with us, and we want to connect with them. So however we can make that happen, let's do it. But if there are certain ways that sort of uh, grease, the, grease the pump there, grease the wheel, then we can, we can definitely make that happen. For me, my background is actually in opera. Um, that was my schooling, and I did that for 26 years, uh, performing opera all over the globe. And my um, sort of go-to language, of course, was Italian. So I tend to pronounce everything like it's Italian, English included. Um, so when I was learning about the Archangels for myself, every time I looked at a name, I would sort of pronounce it with an Italian feel. So, for example, um, uh, Ariel. Um, Azrael, Cassiel, Chamuel, um, Haniel. So everything sort of flows in a more um, Italian fashion, which is the, the accent is on the second syllable. Um, but again, you know, whatever floats your boat. I cannot believe that they work so hard to try and get our attention. And because we mispronounce their name, they're not going to figure out who it is we're trying to reach out to. Yeah. Do you feel, I remember, I think it was Diana Cooper 
said something like this. Do you feel that we're in a kind of another wave of angels? She, she, I think she said something like um, there was a wave um, during the mid, mid, medieval period and then the Renaissance and now there's another wave coming back where everyone is feeling or seeing or sensing angels. Do you feel this to be true? There's a kind of, it's not that they w- weren't here all the time, but now they're becoming more visible. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, my own personal experience on it, and you know, you've talked about this before, we're going through a big shift. Mm. You know, we're shifting from an old paradigm into a new paradigm, a new um, a way of being love in everything that we do. And, and we're at the sort of at the, the beginning stages of that, but it's happening and we're feeling that shift probably. A big part of that is um, with the different dimensions that we have, that uh, different parallel universes, different dimensions that we're accessing, the veil is thinning. And so the more sensitive you are, uh, the more in tune to the energies around you, whether that's feeling, sensing, smelling, tasting, touching, just knowing, um, the more open you are to that, the more you're going to be um, able to receive what's out there. So I think a lot of it too was we got used to hearing about specific archangels and that I feel was due to the church. You know, the church focused on different archangels and made them sort of the big ones. There are some archangels mentioned in the Bible. So of course, a lot of people know about them. Mm. It doesn't mean that they're the only, you know, three or five angels, whatever it happens to be um, that are here to help us out. So um, yeah, there's a huge shift. And as a result of that shift, uh, more and more people are opening up, they're awakening, they're becoming more sensitive um, to what else is out there, things that we can't necessarily see with our 3D eyes. And I feel that that's the, um, that's the door um, that um, allows the archangels to come in and uh, be known to us, uh, introduce themselves and show us how they can really help us and guide us in ways that we never even imagined. It's a new world out there, new energy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you write about a lot of archangels in your book, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ask you on four, just briefly, if you can give us um, Archangel Cassiel. Can you say something about it, this angel? Sure. So Archangel Cassiel was one that uh, came to me in sort of a very interesting way. Um, it took me a while to decipher what he was all about. Um, it's all about duality. We live... On, a, on the earth right now that is full of duality. We've got opposites, black and white, dark and light, uh, up and down. I mean, that's just sort of the way that, um, that earth is. And it would make sense that we, we would need an archangel that would sort of help us understand the concepts of duality and to help bring us together a little bit more on that, kind of like marrying the right brain and the left brain together. There are exercises that we can... Um, can work on to help us feel a little more whole rather than uh, so divided. And I think in the the state of the world right now, and certainly in the state of my country right now in in the U.S., there's a lot of duality involved. So I really feel Cassiel's energy um, sort of on a global level and a, a very political level helping people to not be so divided and to recognize um, that uh, it's okay to have duality but there's also a sort of a happy medium that can be found as well. Wonderful. What about Archangel Jophiel? Archangel Jophiel, one of my favorites. So she's the Archangel of beauty. <clears throat> it's all about perspective. We've heard the phrase, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And um, Jophiel comes through for us to really show us 
uh, the different perspectives that we can have on every situation so that uh, when you are looking at something, you can see it through a different lens, uh, through that different perspective that um, maybe you're seeing something more negative. Well, how can you take that negative and turn it into a positive? How can you make it uh, work for you? Um, rather than sort of getting stuck in the negativity. Also, uh, when I was working with her, I, I get a lot of um, uh, female clients who deal with um, narcissistic relationships. They tend to have been in narcissistic relations before or, or trying to get out of one. And there's a lot of self-esteem issues, self-confidence issues as a result of that. And Archangel Jophiel comes through each and every single time because she's there to help us see ourselves um, through a different perspective and a different lens. I really love her energy. She's Wonderful. a beautiful archangel. Wow. Archangel Orion. Oh, one of my favorites. And actually, I'm going to be um, talking about him a little bit more in your show. Um, he is one of the newer energy archangels. So kind of like what you were saying with Diana Cooper, talking about this new uh, wave of, of um, archangels coming to light. Archangel Orion is one of those as well, and he is all about oneness. He's about helping us to learn how to manifest our dreams, goals, and desires in a very tangible, verifiable way. Um, he wants to uh, help us to really understand that, yes, we are an individual on the planet, but we are all connected every minute of every single day. And my experience with him, and, and I'm hoping you guys will have the same experience in a few minutes, is really getting that sense, getting that feeling of full connectedness. I had never really experienced it before. I've done tons of you know guided meditations and classes and courses and never really fully understood the concept of how can I feel the same way that you know someone halfway across the world feels and and connect with them on a, on a tangible way. And after connecting with um, Archangel Orion and doing a couple of the experiments that came through from him, I really felt, wow, this is so powerful. For the first time in my life, I felt like I not really belonged necessarily, but I felt like I had a place, a valid place. And that was really important, especially being a starseed. Sometimes we don't feel like we belong. <laughs> Absolutely. And the last one I wanted to ask you was Raziel, Archangel Raziel. Archangel Raziel is a, another one of my favorite big heavy hitters. He's all about esoteric wisdom and knowledge. So I really work well with him when I'm trying to expand my gifts. Um, it's for me, when I tap into his energy, he really helps me to remember where I came from. And I'm not talking just this life. I'm talking past lifetimes, parallel lives, where I can tap into information, skills, abilities that I've had in other lifetimes that I really need to use here or that I can expand on here. And uh, that's been probably the most powerful experience I've had with him is anytime I'm having trouble uh learning something bigger, uh, learning higher language. Uh, again, like I say, expanding the gifts, taking a course that, you know, tends to be pretty, um, pretty weighty. Um, and I'm having a hard time uh, assimilating it and integrating it. Raziel is able to, to really put it together in nice one big chunk. And I sort of am able to uh, absorb it in a, in a useful way. One of the ways that I work with him a lot is um, before I go to bed at night, if there's something big that I'm working on, 
And I can get too much in my head about things starting, you know, thinking about it from an intellectual perspective, when really a lot of it just needs to be remembered in the body that, you know, the, the DNA and the, the, the cell memory. And uh, I surround myself in his light and I ask him to work his magic while I am sleeping. And man, oh man, does that make a difference? I'm not having to get caught up in my head about it. And the work is being done while I'm sleeping. So very powerful um, angelic energy there. Fabulous. So that's wonderful. Now, um, I know you're going to do a meditation, Stacy. so I'll pass it over to you. Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to go back to Archangel Orion. I'm just going to open up my, get my page here. Doing it old school. I'm actually reading out of my book rather than from my, <laughs> my iPad or something here. Okay. So I want everyone to just take a couple of nice, deep, low belly breaths. Get connected to your body. Close your eyes. Make sure your feet are flat to the floor. Spine is nice and straight and the rest of you is very relaxed. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Bring your attention to the crown of your head. Breathe through your crown. The top of your head is an open, unobstructed conduit from the divine realm to this one. Give your breath a color. Any color you choose. Watch it fill your body from crown to root and root to crown. See your colored breath form a sparkling column from the crown, reaching out to the universe. You and the breath are one. As you stretch out to the vast unknown, you feel a presence connect with your crown. It is Archangel Orion here to meet you. Say in your mind, I'm honored to meet you, Orion. Please introduce me to your purpose. I am an open vessel, ready to receive your divine wisdom, and am so grateful for your multidimensional energy. Please show me my true heritage and all it entitles me to in a tangible, verifiable way now. And notice your breath again. Feel the expansion of your lungs as you inhale and exhale. Feel the breath creating space in your throat, mouth, and head. Feel that space being created in your abdomen, pelvis, thighs, calves, and feet. Spread out your fingers and toes, enjoying the way air feels against the skin between them. Keep those spaces open and free. You are light as a feather. 
you float up off your mat through the ceiling and out into the sky. Enjoy this pleasantness. You float higher still and reach out past Mother Earth's atmosphere. You are now floating effortlessly among the stars. An unseen current carries you through our solar system like an unobtrusive tour guide. You gently brush up against each planet's atmosphere and their moons, absorbing all the uniquely powerful energy they contain. Take a moment now to explore those sensations, stopping at planets and moons you are drawn to. What do they have to say to you? Filled with the wondrousness of our solar system, you are curious to see more. You are guided out past Pluto to a darkened moon behind it. There is nothing to see, no stars, no life. As you move closer, a burst of pink, blue, purple, and white color appears in a swirling mass, creating a vacuum within its core. It is a wormhole leading you out into the unexplored galaxies of the multiverse. With the giddiness of a child, you enter the vacuum, knowing your unseen guide supports you. With the blink of an eye, you are through the wormhole on the other side, and it is like nothing you've ever experienced. Colors and patterns that don't exist on Earth fill your senses. You notice as you breathe in, wisps of white light make up the air. You are breathing in wisps of stardust. With each breath, your body is illuminated more and more with this stardust. It feels so natural, like you've been bathing in this feeling forever. The light in your body increases tenfold. Your energy field expands out past its usual boundary. You are the size of a meteor, a moon, a planet, and now a star. You are magnificent. What wisdom are you connected with now in this form that you weren't aware of before? Take a moment to explore your star self now.
You explore your life as a star and become aware of other stars in your proximity. You send your light out in friendship and it is well received. The other stars extend theirs to you, moving toward your space. One by one, each star joins with your light, adding its distinctiveness into the fold. As each one integrates, you are flooded with memories long forgotten, and you realize they are not separate, merely segments of you. What do your segments have to share with you? Take time to explore these forgotten memories. These segments are forming a massive grid, a honeycomb of connected brilliance, filling the multiverse to infinity. There is no you and I. There is no separation, no duality. Now all that can be seen, heard, and felt is divine luminescence. You are that luminescence. You are all that is. You are divine oneness. What does this mean for you? Does this change your perspective on your life? Take time to envelop yourself in this revelation now. Feeling energized and inspired by reconnecting to your true divine identity, you are anxious to apply your truth to your life on planet Earth. You detach from the universal honeycomb, leaving a ribbon of light connected, and float back to the wormhole. Your size begins to decrease, but the intensity of your starlight remains. You enter the vacuum and are returned to our solar system. As you return to Earth, vibrating with the heart of the multiverse, with all that is, you are so grateful for the opportunity to live fearlessly. You are divine light in this world, free to explore love in all its forms, knowing you are never, ever alone. When you are ready, 
Bring your attention back to your breath and breathe normally. Stretch out your hands and feet. Come back into the room and gently open your eyes.